Shalom, I am Abraham Eisenman and welcome to my podcast. Shalom Aleichem, in this podcast we will talk about the Shabbat, prayers and meditation, act of kindness and revelation. Shabbat, Saturday or Sabbath, is the seventh day of creation, the seventh day of the week in Judaism. Shabbat isn't required for the spiritual system described in the book Spiritual DNA to work. But for the Jewish listeners, keeping Shabbat is one of the most efficient ways to advance spiritually. There are many ways to advance spiritually. In this book, we describe a spiritual system that is relevant for everyone, regardless of religion, credo, race, color, or gender. The topic of Shabbat would fill several podcasts, so we will only briefly mention the spiritual rather than religious significance of this day of abundant spiritual energy. The Hebrew word Shabbat means to stop, cease to do, to pause. It is sometimes translated as rest, due to the conditions that practicing Jews must follow in order to receive the spiritual energies present on this day. Keeping or observing Shabbat brings positive spiritual results during the week, which begins on Sunday and ends six days later the following Saturday. These spiritual results will be manifested in all our duty tasks which means a spiritual advance for the person, evident in all areas. Every day of the week contains the spiritual force with which we can connect to the light. But Shabbat for, the Ju- for Judaism is the only day when the spiritual light is present in a much more abundant, higher quality and more refined way compared to the rest of the first six days of the week. On this special day, the light is enriched only for a person who observes and keeps Shabbat, which means that the person restricts the vast majority of their tasks and daily routines. These are avoided almost entirely for the purpose of reaching the minimum conditions to be receptors of spiritual light. On this day, work is also freely put on hold for 24 hours. The employer-employee relationship is paused and and its effect nullified. Pollution is suspended and exploitation of people and animals is barred. Every individual is free and in turn must liberate all those who are subordinate to them. The goal is to create a physical environment of natural peace and universal balance so that everything continues on its own momentum or in action without changes or disturbances at the mineral, vegetable, animal or human level so that the status quo of physical tranquility allow us to distinguish and capture 
the spiritual abundance that is present on earth on this day without colliding with anything or anyone. When I talk to people of my religion who still don't keep Shabbat, I explain to them that if they don't follow these conditions completely, they create interference between themselves and their spiritual charge, which interrupts this potent spiritual environment for them. For example, if we put a magnifying glass between the sun and a sheet of paper, after concentrating the ray of light for a few moments, the heat generated by the light will burn a hole in the paper. But if we don't concentrate the ray of light, we can't pierce the paper. Spiritually, Shabbat is the same. If we concentrate our efforts and activities into the, their minimal expression, we can penetrate and achieve a state of spiritual abundance simply by staying restricted from physical work and in peace with nature. But in contrast, if we don't maintain this status quo of physical tranquility, we won't capitalize on the spiritual abundance, wasting the opportunity to, to advance spiritually. On this day of the week, a person is disconnected from the mundane and the physical and has an opportunity to elevate the level of spirituality. For this reason, we customarily call it the day of rest. Shabbat is one of the sources of spiritual energy with which we start the week and leave the rest of it with an eye toward the following Shabbat to recharge ourselves again. In summary, liberty and order for the person and his or her soul. Now I want to talk about why the prayer and meditation. Meditation in Hebrew letters and prayer are preparation and a way of moving close to spiritual reality. These practices are essentially methods to achieve a state of consciousness and true presence with more clarity, peace and mental tranquility. It's worth adding that these practices, both meditation and prayer, should be engaged in for the purpose of improving one's ability to have a positive influence on others. If these activities are used only to benefit the person's internal peace without connection to any benefit to all, for others, they are only another aspect of ego. They can't be connected to spirituality per se. When a person effectively practices prayer or meditation with another person or group of people with the goal of doing spiritual work, that is when the power of influence among them may be revealed. With respect to prayer, I am personally adept at it, preferably with a group. For example, when 10 or more men pray together, they generate a much larger clea than simply 
the sum of the kelim of all present. Each participant receives spiritual light within the group Kli, which is much larger than their own Kli, resulting in a net advantage in that person's spiritual growth. When we pray, we chant hymns, we pronounce words of praise for the Creator and His creation, we strengthen our spiritual growth and the image of divinity within ourselves. Praying the same text together accelerates the spiritual growth of the community. Now I want to talk about act of kindness and behavior norms. The most direct way to live spiritual reality is to carry out act of kindness, mitzvot in Hebrew, or to conduct ourselves correctly with honor, decorum, and respect for others in everything we do in our daily lives. A mitzvah, a singular word of mitzvot, is a correction of our desires. For example, if we give bread to a hungry person, we effect a spiritual renewal, a soul correction that represents one more brick in the constructions of, univer of universal peace, a bridge of spiritual connection between two or more people, regardless of who is the giver and who is the receiver. The only purpose of spirituality is to participate in every moment unified with creation. Act of kindness toward others make us part of the whole of creation itself. We can have an impact, including on its very essence. If, on the other hand, we don't do act of kindness, there is no point at all to spirituality. We will not become part of creation, but we will be relegated to living in this world as, as a mere consequence without any power to modify or influence anyone or anything. And now I want to talk about what is revelation. When spiritual force comes to us, we experience a lift, which we call a revelation. A revelation is a manifestation of the force or spiritual light that comes to a person after having been hidden. Through revelation, the person's faith in the Creator and in themselves is strengthened. This inner strength received through the revelation of the light leads the person to the text, to the study and to the teacher or spiritual guide for its correction and to a better understanding of the world in which he lives. The Creator is revealed to all created beings accordingly to the desires of each individual. Revelation is manifested when a person feels the Creator's kindness, peace and constant satisfaction. For example, when we earn enough money without too much effort, when we have no problems and suffer no pains, when we are respected, loved and successful. If someone wants something, they ask for it and receive it. The light shines inside them. The person is king. With each new act, we become more successful 
and achieve more positive spiritual revelations. On the other hand, the more egotistical we are and the fewer good deeds we do, the more our spiritual success will be compromised. In other words, as we diminish our positive spiritual expressions, the negative spiritual expression in our lives increase. Thank you very much. The podcast was made by Abraham Eisenman, author of the book Spiritual DNA, a Method for Spiritual Enlightenment. Website www.abrahameisenman.com